Just open up our hearts and our minds to hear from you, Lord, to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, to encourage our hearts today, God, from your word. We bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Thanks. Please be seated. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, praise and worship team. Praise the Lord. We just want to thank the Lord. And I remember the first time I heard that song, uh, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. It was on YouTube. And it was a young man about seven or eight years old that was blind. His name is Christopher Duffley. He was born to uh, a mother that was strung out on drugs. He was blind and he was autistic. And they led him up to the microphone. He couldn't see, they got him in place. And that young man, Pastor John, began to sing, Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. And the whole church just went up. The young man got so happy, he was just standing in place. And he was just saying, thank you, Lord. He was praising God. He couldn't see naturally so, but he could see the Lord spiritually so. Oh, God. He said, open up the eyes of my heart. Regardless of what he had gone through, that young man was praising God. Amen. How about us on today? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, praise God. I think the Lord has already met us here. Greeting saints of God here at Three Peace Christian Ministries. We love you all, everyone that's dialed in on today, whether it be Zoom, Facebook Live, or here in the sanctuary. We are excited about Jesus. We're thanking God for who he is, what he's doing, and what he's going to do. Amen. That song said, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4, by prayer and supplication, what? with thanksgiving, Make your request known unto God. And then he said, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. You know what? We can't lose with what we use. Amen. We on the Lord's side, and it makes us mighty glad. Amen. I'm living in great expectation. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I praise God because I'm telling you, I don't care who you are, where you come from, what you're doing. If you're not careful, the weights of this world can weigh heavy on you sometimes. Thank you, God. But I thank God for his word. I thank God for his, his everlasting love. I thank God for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I was on the airplane back and forth a week ago, and the wind was so bad, you know, because, okay, let me get some context to what I'm saying now. About five or six years ago, I was flying out to Oklahoma, and the wind was so strong coming this way. You know how they do. They, they reverse the, the, uh, the runway, you know. Well, some kind of way, they didn't reverse it that day. And so the wind was blowing like 50 and 60 mile an hour gusts. We take off going that way with the wind, going to Phoenix. <laughs> so Brother Chucky, I'm sitting there, you know, riding it out, 
And the man gets up and he banks the plane like this to turn and go to Phoenix. And that wind catches it. And the plane is like this and it starts going down like this. Everybody's screaming, including me. It's going down like this. And finally the thing got straight. We made it to Phoenix and the pilot said, sorry about that circus ride. I'm like, I oughta, you know. And to show you how good God is. So that was in my mind, right? I'm on a mission. I'm going to see my daughter and my grandchildren. And that wind been blowing for the last three days. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go again. But you know our God is so faithful. He's so loving. He's so kind. He's so gracious. The plane leaving at 6 o'clock in the morning. Wind is blowing. And about 5-something, the wind stopped blowing. It was just as peaceful as could be. We took off, headed on out, and my wife calls me and tells me later on, said, you know, as soon as you left, the wind started blowing again. I said, well, praise the Lord. See, now somebody said, oh, it's just a coincidence. I said, no, no, that's my God. But I learned something uh, in that and so many other things because sometimes we can build situations in our mind that haven't even materialized or don't even exist. We can have fears of things phobias about things and nothing has happened at some point I said to myself self you, you ever talked to self <laughs> you know, you ever, have you ever had to encourage yourself and, and so it wasn't all about the airplane right it, it began to be about a lot of different things that was happening in my mind and in my heart because we're living in times of uncertainty we, we're living in unprecedented times. And, and, and in, in these days and times, there's a lot of what ifs and what could be and maybe. But you know, the God we serve is immutable. The God we serve, he never changes. He's the same God who spoke to the wind and the waves and the waves obeyed. He calms the storms in our lives. And so I'm learning, Brother Chucky, that daily is a, it's a walk of trust in God because things don't always look good. Things are not always good. And sometimes we don't know just what to do. Just like King Jehoshaphat over in 2 Chronicles 20. He was the king, and the king and all of God's people were surrounded by the enemy. And he began to pray. He began to cry out to God, and he said, God, we don't know what to do. And I can hear the Lord saying, great. I'm glad you don't because I have this. I got this. And so we trust the Lord. So I had a thought I wanted to work with today. It's not going to be before you long. Um, before I get too happy here, I'm already that. So before I get something else, happy Valentine's Day Amen. to all the precious sisters in the house. And you brothers too. Amen. Happy Valentine's Day. You know, Jesus... You're talking about the lover of our souls. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You're talking about a Valentine gift. I got salvation. Pastor Amanda, I, I, I got deliverance. I got freedom in Jesus Christ. He loved me so much. He loved me so much. He gave his life for me. And not only that, everything else is icing on the cake. It was a time in my life many years ago, Sister Dorothy, to where it, I was at a point of it, it uh, where I just, I, it hit me, I was thankful, I was grateful, but I said, God, if you never do nothing else for me, 
you've done enough already. I was reflecting back where he brought me from. And I'm saying, thank you. Oh, God, if you don't do nothing else, you saved my soul. You cleansed and made me whole. God, thank you. You wrote my name down in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Lord. And you restored the relationship with me and my wife. God, thank you. I'm saying, what am I looking for? <laughs> I just want more Jesus, amen? I just want to be more like Jesus. I want, to, I want to, as much as I can, to let my light shine before men and women and boys and girls that they may see the good work that the Lord is doing in my life. And they may ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Amen? That's what it's all about. Thank you, Lord. So I want to use for, matter of fact, I was on the plane. I was kind of thinking, you know, a thought kind of hit me. And I said, God, this, this probably need to be a series of things, a series of messages to encourage God's people. How many know God's people need encouragement? Yes. And sometimes God's people are shouting and jumping, and, and they still need encouragement. Because soon as the soon as Amanda or somebody else get off the keyboard, soon as the drums stop, soon as the benediction is made, sometimes we go back to heaviness. You know, but, but but God wants to do something, and He has done something inside of us that will cause us to walk in victory, to believe God for the impossible, to see the invisible. To feel the intangible. So my little thought today is moving forward with God. How many know we need to move forward with God? Amen. I, ever since I've been with the Lord, he ain't never took me backwards. He, he's never told me to reverse and go the other way. I've heard the Lord Jesus saying, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Follow me. And I'll show you a better way of living. Amen. Praise God. So I know, look, we got work to do today. We got boxes to fulfill, to fill up for the food pantry. Uh, I know some folks got, got rams and, 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 and bingles on their mind. And I don't want to be sitting up here pre- preaching and folks are saying, okay, okay, I will pull one of Pastor Jones' numbers. I ain't going to be before you long. <laughs> they say, don't say it, don't say it. Amen. But I want to encourage the saints today. Moving forward with God. We're going to look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 4. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn to that. If not, it'll be up on the screen. And it reads like this. Colossians 3, chapter 1 through, verse, chapter 3, verse 1 through 4. This Paul is writing to the church at Colossae, modern-day Turkey. Uh, it's a, it's a, this letter is written to, to uh, really to warn against Gnosticism, false teachings, uh, you know, the people who, from Plato and folks like that, who felt like they knew everything, and in their mindset, anything material matter was evil and anything spirit was good, and it was a hodgepodge of things that was going on in that day that was trying to infiltrate the church. But the church is not philosophic. The church is made up of folks who love Jesus, those who have accepted the finished work of Jesus Christ, and he has shown us what is good. 
He has shown us what is right. He has shown us a new way of living. And so when we walk with Christ and we, we find ourselves like uh, Ezra this morning, studying God's word, obeying God's word, and ready to teach God's word, we'll find ourselves in the right place in this time continuum that we're living in. So it says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Amen? Praise God for the reading of his word. And so this tells me that, that, that we need to be moving forward with God. And there's things that can hinder us from moving forward with God. Can I just list about seven of them real quick? One of them, one thing that can hinder us from moving forward with God and his plan, his program, is sin. Say, may it never be. We, we saints, we, we, we church folk, we, we Christians... Sin can hinder us moving forward with God. But it, he don't leave us there. Because if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. If we confess our sins, he's faithful. We believers, saints of God, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from what? All unrighteousness. What else can hinder us from moving forward with God? I would say shame. Hmm. Hello, somebody. Uh, Sometimes there's, 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 there's peer pressure in the house. Uh, Sometimes there's shame because we, as, as the people of God, are worrying about what other folks are saying. If God is calling me to go straight, I need to go straight. And if everybody else on the block is saying, man, you're going the wrong way. Oh, no, but Jesus said go straight. You're not going to shame me out of following Jesus. Why are you going up into that church all the time? Because I love Jesus. Why are you giving them people all your money? I love Jesus. I'm not giving nobody. I am giving it unto the Lord. Not going to shame me out of this. So there's things that can hinder us from going forward with Jesus. What's another one? Guilt. Sometimes guilt can have residence within us of stuff that we haven't just let go and gave it to God and been done with it. And it has a way of creeping in. Because, see, it's the enemy who accuses the brethren and the sisterin. You remember what you did? You remember how you were? Say, yeah, devil, but that ain't who I am now. I've been set free by the blood of Jesus. I'm moving forward with God. He removed all guilt and shame. Thank you, God. What else? Complacency can keep us from moving forward with God. We can get, we can get in our comfort zones. You know, we can, this is what we do. This is how I do every day. Get up in the morning, brush my teeth, wash my face, say my prayers, eat my Cheerios, and turn on Bonanza, whatever it is. Complacency have a way 
of hindering us from moving forward with the Lord because sometimes we say this is good enough. This is as good as it gets. It is not as good as it gets. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus, I love him more and more. Amen? Praise God. Well, what's number five? Number It's another one that can, can hinder us from moving forward with God is pride. It should, that's one thing that God hates is a prideful spirit. Every time you hear the word pride in scripture, it's negative. So we as saints of God, we have to ward against pride setting up in our hearts. Because that's where it starts at. It's not the outward thing we say, but it's something on the inside. The minute I feel like I'm something, when I know that I'm nothing, I deceive myself. According to Galatians 6 and 3. But the Bible says, humble yourselves. Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up in due season. So we want to go forward with God. I got to realize that God is sovereign. God is in control. He's He's the great shepherd. He's the great high priest. I'm following him. He just wants me to obey. That's all. That's all he wants. Praise God. You know, I, I thank God this is not my church. I thank God this is the Lord's house. This is the house of the Lord. This, this church belongs to Jesus. Three P's and everything connected with it and everybody's in it belongs to the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So there's no place. Pride can hinder us from moving forward with God. God don't want us just marking time. Getting tired and going nowhere. He wants us to move forward. Obstacles. Number six, can hinder us from moving. See, obstacles come in many different fashions. Uh, Right now, we're looking for new church homes, amen? It's an obstacle. You know, COVID is an obstacle. The various laws and, and, and things they've set up around that is obstacles, there's, 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 there's a mindset out there that when you say we're looking for a building and they say what kind of business and we say it's a church, they say I'm sorry we can't help you, it's an obstacle. But see we're, we're talking about moving forward with God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of the world and they that dwell therein. And he said what? Lift up your heads. Let's, God has said take my arm and walk quietly with me. Amen. So obstacles can come. And we're not careful. Those obstacles that come in our way, those roadblocks that look like they're never going to move, God has said, no, they're going to move. Because the God I serve, he moves mountains. He parts the Red Sea. He's the God of all creation. Bless his name. And number seven is fear. Fear will hinder us from going forward with the Lord. For God has not given us the spirit. Y'all help me. I, you know I got to get up out of here. You know, help me out with this. God did not give us a spirit of what? But of power and what? A sound mind. Anybody got a sound mind today? If you do, wave your hand. And if you do wave your hand, give God praise. Say, thank you, Lord. I got a sound mind. Hey, hey, hey. Praise God. I have power, and it's not from my arms or my legs, but it's power of the Holy Spirit working in me. God, thank you. Hallelujah. 
So praise God. So he says, if then you were raised with Christ, this is not, this if is really should be since, see. And, and let, me, let me qualify why I say that. If you look back at this letter to the church at Colossae, look at verse chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. As Paul is getting through his introduction, he says, we give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, number one, praying always for you, number two, listen to this, since we heard of your faith, since we heard of your faith in Christ, Jesus, and of your love for all the saints. So right there, you see that that if is a since. Do y'all follow me? It's no, it's no, how can I put it this way? How many in here know you're saved? Amen. Can I hear amen or see your hand wave? Amen. See, because that's, that's, that's different than saying how many of you think you're saved? See, that's one thing, but how many know you're saved? Amen. This is a no-soul salvation. The Apostle John said, these things are written that you may know that you have eternal life. I'm so glad I know that. And, and can't nobody talk me out of it because the blood of Jesus have washed my sins away. So since then you were raised, now this, this is the word, saints. I'm going to hit this in a few more passages. I'm going to sit down. Since then you were raised with Christ. How many know you've been raised with Christ? What was you raised from? Sin, shame, fear, all those things. We were raised from all of that. Since, 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 since then you were raised with Christ, he gives us something to do. Seek those things which are above. Yes. Search out those things that's from above. Uh, uh, let the rule of the kingdom of heaven be the marching orders for us. Not things of the world, but God... What would you have me to do? Isn't that a monumental question? God, what do you want me to do? Put your name there in 2022, a day before Valentine's Day. God, what do you want me to do? He says, he says so, so seek those things which are above. Listen, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. You're talking about keeping your eyes focused on Jesus. Where is he? Sitting on the right side, right hand of the throne of God. What am I seeking here? Didn't, didn't, didn't Jesus say, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you? Saints, I'm just talking about moving forward now. I'm talking about us moving forward with the Lord. Right. We've been, we, you know what, we've been sitting down too long. We, we've been fearful too long. It's time to get up like my father used to say, Brother Chuck, and get your heels to clicking. Whatever that means, that means let's go. It's time for us to do that. He says, set your mind. Listen to this. Set your mind. See, see, uh, idle mind, as they used to tell us growing up back in Oklahoma, an uh, idle mind is the devil's workshop. I, I know a couple of folks, I didn't encourage them. You need to get busy. You need to do something. Don't sit down doing nothing and let the devil play with your mind. So we as saints of God who have been redeemed, set your mind on things above. 
Sometimes we're so earthbound, we can't see things from above. You know, we're worried about this and concerned about that. And all our worrying don't mean a hill of beans because God has told us to have faith in him, to trust him in every situation. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Don't set your, because this, this stuff is going to burn up one day. Only what we do for Christ is going to last. He says, for you died. Hallelujah. Didn't Paul say, mortify the deeds of your body? Didn't he say, put this old body to death? This, 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 this old way of thinking, this old way of living. See, I didn't read verses 5 down through there because it started enunciating all of the stuff that he has brought us from. But since we're talking to the saints who have been redeemed and who understand right and wrong, then we need to get up and get busy for God. He says, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears. Who is my life? Much as I love my wife, love my daughters, love you all, Christ is my life. I wouldn't know how to love you if it wasn't for Christ. I wouldn't know how to try to be a father or a husband if it wasn't for Christ. Thank you, Jesus. So, so, so since we died and our life is hidden in Christ, isn't that something? Listen, you mean the where I came from is hidden in Christ? <laughs> Shoot. My sins are forgiven, hidden in Christ? The, the desires of my heart, my hope, my dream is hidden in Christ, who is my life? Wow. It, and you, your life is hidden in Christ, in God. When Christ, who, who is our life, appears, watch this. How many of us are waiting for Christ to appear? It's not about the next house. It's not about the next car. It's not about the next relationship. We should be looking for Christ to come. Hallelujah. We, we, we should be said, even so, come Lord Jesus. We know that he's going to come like a thief in the night. We know that one day the trumpet is going to sound and the dead in Christ is going to ride first. And then we who will remain, we call up the medium in the air. We understand this. So he's telling us uh, uh, that and then you also will appear with him in glory. Amen. So Colossians, uh, no, so Isaiah 55 and 6. I'm just talking about moving forward with God. Saints, it's time for us to move forward. I've been, I was even sitting up here a little dejected, going to this place, going to that place. And don't, can't have it. Nope, can't, don't want it. Nope, don't want a church. Uh, this place don't have no money. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, what are we going to do? And, and the Lord starts speaking to my heart, Sister Dorothy, saying, you know what, man? Dust yourself off. Get up. Yeah. Trust me. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Isaiah 55 and 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. And he goes on to say, Let the wicked forsake his way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Over in, in Psalms 30 and 5. For his anger is but for a moment. Oh, thank you, God. Somebody say, well, we just under a curse right now with all this COVID. No, no. Listen, my God is in control of everything. everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This too will pass. He says, he say, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a moment, but joy comes in the morning. How many believe that today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. 
Psalms 143 and 8. This hit me so hard, I texted the sister Carolina the other day. You know how sometimes you're reading scripture and the Lord hits you with something? I say, well, let me sit there, send this to Grandma Catalina. And it says, cause me to hear your love. You know, sometimes you have to read the scripture slow. Some things you can take, whoop, whoop. Some stuff you got to say, <laughs> Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning. It, on that new day in the morning. Trouble all night long. Trouble the day before. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning. In the morning when I rise. Thank you, God. He says, for in you do I trust. How many can say that today? God, in the midst of it all, in you do I trust. He says, cause me to know the way in which I should walk. <laughs> cause me to know the way in which I, now I ain't talking about this, left, right, left. No, no. In my, 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 my walk, my demeanor, who I am in God. He says, to know the way which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Not, not, not my wallet, not my stuff, not even my request. I lift up my soul to you. I'm yours, Lord. Try me now and see. See if I can be completely yours. Exodus 14, 15, and 16. I am not going to take us through the whole story of Moses and the children of Israel. But it's two verses here that will help us tie it all together before this preacher sit down. It says, and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Moses, the leader, the people are rebellious. He's out there stuck with these folks, feel like in the mud. And God says, why do you cry to me? Listen what God said. Listen, listen, this blessed me. I'm talking about walking with God, you know, uh, going forward with God. He says, tell the children of Israel to go forward. Yeah, the enemy is behind them. The Red Sea is in front of them. God said, you tell the children of Israel to go forward. Yeah. And sometime in our life, God, it look, I can't go forward, God, because it looks so ugly, it's so hard, it's so many obstacles. God said, go forward. Yeah. Tell the children of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go across on dry ground in the midst of the sea. Saints, it's time for us to move forward with God. Amen? It's time for us to get out of our comfort zones. Zoom has been real good, and we're going to keep it going for the duration, no doubt, but it's time for somebody to say, it's time for me to come back to the house of the Lord. 
time to get out of our comfort zones. It's time to allow the Holy Spirit to manifest in our lives, re-resurrect those dreams, those visions, those gifts, those talents that will cause this place to prosper and grow and somebody will be saved. Because what God is doing in this little ministry, it's time. We're going to move. And I, I was looking, and we, we do, I'm done. I was looking in the scripture, and God, you said moving forward with God. There's so many instances where people are moving forward with God. Against all odds, moving forward with God. Trust in him. Don't doubt, saints. God is good. God is good. Let's give the Lord a hand praise today. Thank you, Lord. Moving forward. Amen. Y'all better be glad I can't sing. Because I should. It was old song saying, Lord, I want to go. Show me the way. Take me by my hand and lead me on. I was looking, you know, there, there's a couple of old hymns out there. One of them is... Go Forward, Christian Soldier. It was written by Lawrence Tudiette in 1861. 1861. It said, Go Forward, Christian Soldier. Beneath his banner true, the Lord himself, thy leader, shall all thy foes subdue. His love foretells thy trials. He knows thine hourly need. He can with bread of heaven thy fainting spirit feed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you, God. We thank you for this time of fellowship in the house of the Lord. We thank you for these, your precious people, here and abroad. God, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing, what you have done. God, we thank you for what you're going to do. Here we are in nine years of ministry. Who would have thought? God, I remember the second year we had a gathering for the saints. Brother Chucky was emceeing. And he opened up that setting with open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Seven years later, God, we're still standing. And we're trusting you. So, Father, I pray for all of those under the sound of my voice right now. Those that are standing in the need of healing. Those that are standing in the need of salvation. Those that are standing in the need of deliverance, God. Those who have needs, God, spoken and unspoken, I pray, God, for your people today in the name of Jesus. That person who's contemplating salvation, touch their hearts and their minds now. Father, if they're tuned in anyway, they know how to contact the church. They know how to reach out to someone. But most of all, God, give them to lift up their hands and say, Jesus, come into my life. And we thank you, Lord. Father, as we go to spy out this territory on tomorrow, we're, we're marching around it seven times in our spirit even now. We're moving forward with you, dear God. We just ask you to have your way. So, Father, we thank you for this day. Bless us as we leave this place. 
not your presence. Let the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide with us both henceforth now and forever. Bless the offering box and tithe box on the wall, God, that we, your people, as we bring into the storehouse for the upbuilding of your kingdom, that you would bless it and you would bless the people, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's praise Him. Hallelujah.